there's nothing I hate more than credit cards and personal loans, many times designed and marketed to prey on the weak of our society to keep them down low and poor, generating billions of revenue for banks at interest rates that are utterly ridiculous, and they are very difficult to understand a lot of the times. Now, before I get into this episode and vent like crazy about credit cards, a reminder that I have a Patreon page. It is patreon.com forward slash jellyman underscore investing. Here you can read articles, there's heaps of collections, you can download spreadsheets, there's heaps of uh, internet resources there, and you can even chat with me if you have any questions, which is great. It's also free to join. Now, lastly, a disclaimer, I am not a financial advisor, so please consult with a professional before making any financial decisions. Let's get on with this episode. Before buying any investments or buying a house or you know, generating savings, before doing anything else, you need to get rid of your debt, particularly if it's credit cards or personal loans. These kinds of debt is like a hole in your ship. It doesn't matter how good your ship is or how good the captain is and how good the crew are, chances are you won't make it to your destination. Debt makes it increasingly difficult to capitalize or make significant progress on anything else because the interest rate will simply kill you. Many people pay off their credit cards by paying the minimum amount each month. What's not clear to most is that sometimes the minimum amount, probably most of the time, the minimum amount paid makes such a small contribution to the principal of the debt, principal being the amount you originally borrowed, that practically all the money you're paying is just interest. That's revenue for the bank. Worse yet, the amount of interest continues to increase as most keep spending money off their credit cards. Most don't even know what percentage interest rate they're being charged. Tragically, when it's laid out before them and they see how much they've spent, it's just you know sad. No wonder most uh, no wonder most don't even open the envelope each month. You know, before long, the phone starts ringing. You know, don't you find it funny that when you Owe the, bank, uh, owe the bank money. They have time and money and resources to be able to call you every day, email you, even send someone to your house. Yet, I have to wait 45 minutes to get a person on the call center to update my address. You know, don't you find that just so silly? You know, how do we go about paying off this debt? You know, when, when you have heaps of credit cards or multiple credit cards or personal loans, it's so daunting. It's like you don't even know where to start. So let me tell you kind of how I did it. Personally, I had well over five figures in debt across three credit cards, and the way I did it was to consolidate my loans into a single loan known as a balance transfer. Okay, Now, many banks offer a service whereby they will take on your loan and issue you a new credit card. So let me kind of break down how this works. Okay, So for example, say I have three credit cards, each with $5,000 in debt. Now, assume these cards are across three separate banks. Yeah? So I've gone there and I've opened up three credit cards, one with Commonwealth Bank, one with Macquarie, and one with, say, Westpac. Now, I'm going to use ANZ for this example. So ANZ, right, I'll go to ANZ Bank and I'll go, listen, I've got debt from these three places. What can you do to help me? They're going to say, well, we can take on your debt so that instead of you owing money to the three original banks, you can now owe ANZ the full $15,000. Okay, so they're going to take on that debt from those banks. So now you only owe ANZ. So, I mean, why would you want to do this? Why would the banks want to do this? Why would ANZ want to do this, right? So there's kind of a catch uh, to how all this works. So it's really important you understand all the nitty-gritty of how this works. Firstly, as part of the balance transfer agreement, 
ANZ will convert your interest rate to 0%. Now, you got to read the fine print, look at the promotional stuff, check out the website. Now, it's not just ANZ. You know, a lot of other banks um, provide this service. I just happened to go through ANZ when I did it, and they were really good. So what they do is they take on your loan. Now, those original uh, loans or the original credit cards that you had from the banks, maybe they're each charging you, say, 20%, maybe once 21, once 22, once 24, whatever, right? But what ANZ is going to do is they're going to say, give us all that debt. So now you owe us instead of those three original banks. And it started instead of charging you 20%, we're going to charge you 0%. Now I'm going to repeat that. Instead of those three banks charging you say 20% each on your $5,000 debts with each of them. So, you know, let's just say 20% on the total 15,000. ANZ will take that loan, take that debt and charge you 0%. Okay? Your interest rate will drop to 0%. So, say your minimum monthly repayment for your credit card is $200 instead of like $180 going to interest and $20 going to paying off your debt the full 200 goes to paying your debts, okay? This is really important to understand. So by transferring your debt, also known as you know consolidating your debt into a single one and converting it to 0%, we are essentially stopping the bleed. The interest is bleeding you. So by converting it to zero, we can designate all your capital, all your money to paying off the actual principal loan. That is how you make progress towards paying off your loan. Minimum monthly repayments simply won't do it. The minimum monthly repayment is calculated in such a way to kind of keep you on their books for as long as possible, almost like a drug dealer giving you just enough cocaine or just enough heroin to keep you high, but not enough to kill you. Okay, That's how you want to think about this thing. Now, this sounds like a pretty good deal for you, but you know, why would ANZ or any bank do this for you? You know, it's just out of the goodness of their own heart. Well, no. Even though momentarily it may seem like the banks are losing money because well, they're not getting any interest, they're banking on a few things. All right, so let's go through it. The answer is momentarily. Banks know how people behave. So as part of the terms, it will only stay 0% for a fixed period of time. Now, that can be 12 months, that can be 18 months, sometimes three years, whatever it is. Again, you've got to read the terms, but it gives you some leeway, some time before the interest rate kicks in again. So typically what happens is say it's a 12 months um, term for your balance transfer. After the 12 months is up, your interest rate will go from 0% all the way back up to whatever interest rate ANZ say. Sometimes that interest rate, the new one after 12 months, is higher than your original credit cards. So it is somewhat of a gamble. It's a double-edged sword. So you have to pay it off before the time is up. Otherwise, you're kind of back in the hole again. Now, what ANZ, or not ANZ, what banks count on is they go, well, look, we'll take on your loan. And they are gambling that you're not going to pay it off in time. And what will happen is the circle you know, of doom starts happening again. Suddenly, you know, the 12 months is up, your debt has maybe increased again, um, and now they're charging you 25% each month because part of the balance transfer is that it's essentially another credit card. So they're going to send you a new credit card. It's going to be shiny and pretty and all this stuff. 
what you're going to do is take that credit card, you're going to go to the garage, you're going to look for a circular saw, all right? A circular saw or a hammer, uh, maybe some petrol, some gasoline, look for something to burn that stuff in, have a bit of a bonfire, um, and sacrifice it. That's what you got to do. You have to kill it. You have to you have to kill that card. So that card is gone. Um, don't even store the account details or anything like that, right? Just keep it separate. I personally uh, start, I had a barbecue and lit mine on fire straight up. Uh, and the way I would make the repayments is I wouldn't do it by um, online banking or anything. I didn't even set that up. What I would do is, you know, once a fortnight when I got paid and on the day that I got paid, I would take as much as I possibly could and make a physical payment. And you're probably going to go, well, why would you want to do that? Well, here's here's what I did. We want to try and associate the experience in a positive way, even though it kind of sucks going, well, I have to pay the banks as much every freaking time. But you want to associate something joyful about it. And that's what gives you the confidence and the consistency to kind of keep doing it. So what I would do is um, I would take out a little bit of that money, say $20, and I would go have a really, really nice meal, get a really nice bowl of noodles, buy some chocolates for myself, do something. So instead of looking forward to going going to the shops and paying off the debt, I was looking forward to getting that sushi. I was looking forward to buying some noodles, right? And then I started associating something positive to that experience. And what happens is the more you do it um, and the more consistent you get um, before you know it, you're like, man, half my debt's gone. And that is how you build momentum. You know, when you're trying to push something really heavy at the beginning, it feels so heavy. But once it kind of gets moving, it actually gets easier and easier because you're building that momentum. Debt that has been around for a long time is like a big, big block that you can't move. So you need to start little and push little by little. And as you build momentum, it actually becomes easier to push. It's just that start bit that is very, very difficult. Okay. So once you pay off that debt, right, or if you miss paying that debt, the interest rate will trigger and that's it, right? So then the the whole thing starts again. So the key to making this work is ensuring that you have a plan before doing the balance transfer, okay? And it's, you don't even, you need a napkin and a pen, right? Get a calculator on your phone or something really simple. Because there's no interest to calculate, it's really, really simple. So say $10,000, for example, and the most amount you can pay a week, a month is say 500. $10,000 divided by 500 tells you how many weeks you have to do this for, okay? And that, that That's as complicated as the math gets. What you're going to find in this entire podcast and, you know, the articles on Patreon and the videos and stuff like that. And especially when it comes to investing is that if it is not simple, you don't have to do it. Okay. A lot of the things when it comes to finance and investing and all that kind of stuff is actually very, very simple. But the way the world works is (laughs) a lot of people, a lot of kind of institutions or the way a, a lot of these systems works is designed to make it seem more complicated, right? And that's for a number of reasons, but it does not have to be like that. We're going to do it the simple way, right? The Jellyman investing way. So again, the key is to get out of debt first. So now once you achieve that, we can start building your foundation. Okay. So we'll get into that in subsequent episodes. Hope you guys enjoyed and see you at the next episode.